beautiful wellington street studios thank you guys for joining us uh this is our podcast thank you for subscribing to us on itunes or podomatic if you're watching us or listening to us on an android device um my name is todd Entich. i'm your host this evening and with me as always josh zuby zabrikus we're g Ga- uh, not gavin charmer gavin charmer is off tonight but we have joe kimson greetings how are you Flagger he almost ball. called you gavin he did i'm a similar <laughs> color I was looking at the back of this monitor. And then I'm uh, Matt, the Crip, pushing buttons. Yeah, I don't know what that Matt does. And I was referring to the color of the monitor. And uh, Seb. Hello, buongiorno, senor. Now, now, Dusty's off tonight. He normally asks all the questions. You guys have sent in tons of your questions this week, and we were going to get to them uh, over the course of the show. We are also watching our live chat, which unfortunately this week we blew up uh, just before the show. Uh, it kind of comes and goes periodically, so if you get a, a chance to log in, do so before it crashes again. Um, also, we are watching our Twitter feed at BehindTheBunker.com, or at, sorry, at behind, behind the Bunker on Twitter. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, let's start off the show right away. Uh, just a quick reminder before we get into the questions. Next week, we're going to be talking about do military tactics actually count in paintball? Is it a benefit? Um, I'm not sure what I think about that. I'm going to wait to see what everyone th- says on Facebook before I make up my, my uh, choice. So, Matt, what do you have in the question department for this evening? Well, the first question, and I think the most pressing, is Matt R. wrote in, Can I have a shout-out? Thanks, love the show. Uh, who said that? Who? No. Matt R. No. Hey, Matt R. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, so here's a question from Julian Lindsay. Where is the most painful place you have been shot in paintball? In the inner thigh. In the no-no place. Inner thigh, <laughs> middle of my back. My shoulder. Adam's apple. Uh, side uh, of my neck, point blank. Uh, yeah, that was right. Friendly fire. Yeah. I, I got uh, shot in the armpit by Seb on Splatmaster <laughs> night. I can speak for someone who, uh, who I know who was cleaning a gun and shot herself in the thigh. At close range, that's got to be painful. But yeah, for me, it's been the inner thigh—just that fatty part there, um, or as, ju- as as Zuby calls it, my juicy part. He enjoys that spot on me. Ew. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Steven Slater says, "Should snipers be allowed faster FPS?" No. 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 Never. <laughs> Why? Your mask is designed to stop a paintball traveling a certain and very specific speed. Do not exceed that. Just because you think you're a quote-unquote sniper doesn't mean you should be able to have different rules than everybody else. Correct. Makes sense to me as well as not have first strike rounds. <laughs> Amen, brother. We should testify. We'll have to do a program or on program. Program. program on if first strike rounds are actually something that people like out there uh, or just a select few. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, off the break says shot in the neck from pretty close range was really bad. Um, Eric Engler got shot in the end of his business. 
Um, <laughs> I believe that's pronounced bidness. Bidnet. Bidnet. Yeah. On the rough. <laughs> Very good. Just reading through the chat Again. forum, uh, it keeps stalling on us, but uh, we'll we'll pay, we'll pay attention the best we can tonight. Um, everyone should be at the same feet per second, regardless. Is off the break in the chat as well. Um, I, I I will agree with you. I think sniper or no, um, I think you, um, you you can't you can't raise that, and you can't stop a guy from shooting close range if it's a sniper. If you tell him he has to shoot far away and races, I, I just don't think it's worth it. Use a flat line or a, a, an apex barrel. Now, okay, this is how much I, I, I like first strike rounds. I actually looked into getting some testing equipment to test the... What? You know, <laughs> so Joe's breathing quite for. heavily into the microphone. I was oh. my nose for Joe. <laughs> Joe, oh, okay. was, Joe was thinking of my juicy spot. <laughs> oh, mouth breathing it again means, It means sick in sign language. By <laughs> I the thought way. that was <laughs> knuckle breathing. Yeah, the knuckle breathing, yeah. <laughs> Gavin's not even here. People are knuckle breathing. Uh, to look at the test equipment required to see exactly what the impact is of a first strike round, but it turns out it's rather expensive. I bet it so would be because I and all I, I I would seriously like to know or seriously like to see how many joules of how many joules yeah first strike round hit with hits with how many versus kilojoules of impact. I think thirty five point five newton is uh, the. Uh, Hey, I've eaten 24 Imperial. fig newtons at one Stick time, and that was New not good. Newton Apple forces. newtons are good. Um, We're not in America. We, we could, don't do things in feet and inches. Could we not use a slow motion camera? And, and it won't, wouldn't capture the information, but you'd have a visual on what a first strike would do to a regular paintball if you were hitting the same target. You need a G-force meter. I'm sure they're, they're not. Yeah, they're cheap. Why, they're why, cheap. Don't you, why don't you put that in the budget? For the show to buy a high-speed camera. Hey, I can't afford new crayons. I just bought a crayon sharpener to see if we can get these things to last a little bit longer. Uh, Barney, oh, well, he's all say Preston High School. <laughs> Barney in the chat says uh, he got shot in the ear uh, before he had his full mask. Barney also got shot in the trigger and almost shot blue. Ah. Uh, oh, goodness. All right, let's move on here. Uh, getting shot in the kidneys uh, sucks too, says Worm <laughs> S.A. In, uh, in the chat. All right, Matt, do we have any more questions? Uh, I have one here. It's kind of nonsensical. Uh, why do people go to Spire versus the Rota and Visa Versa? That's from Visa. Tony. Chip, yeah. I don't even understand the question. Why do people use a Spire versus a Rota and vice versa? Personal preference? Mm -hmm. Personal preference. Perhaps that's who they're sponsored by. Maybe Cost. that Maybe was on look, sale that week. Maybe you know what? one looked better on one marker than the other. Maybe they went into the store and they're all sold out of Z2, so they had to take second and third mm. best. A lot of that, too, has to do with re, you know with where they are regionally because you know certain certain areas are bigger on certain you know certain products uh, depending on on where they're you know where they're located to this distributorship and who, how their salespeople are i know in our area z2s are very predominant uh they're e they're easy to get uh the the price is good and the parts if you need them they're 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 good spires for us are harder to get um so more people in our area are shooting z2s uh rotors to a to another degree um it just i guess what what, what you have what's there um a lot of it comes down to advertisements too. What do you see? You know, if you see a lot of the speedball guys that are sponsored at your field and they're using X amount, you know, X rotor, you're going to probably more lean towards those if that's the way you want to go. Or, you know, you see There's a lot no of that. right or wrong, really. No, no. I, I think they're all decent loaders. Um, it, it all comes down to personal preference at that point. 
Moving on. Um, Ed Pepin just twittered in and says, uh, <laughs> ask the question, where are all the knuckle breathers? Not here. <laughs> Not here. At the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we, uh, Gavin inadvertently called uh, sideline coaching speedball players knuckle, knuckle breathers. And that, yeah. unfortunately, now has stuck. Instead of knuckle-dragging mouth breathers, you mm-hmm. abbreviated it. That's right. All right. Let's keep this uh, show going Taking here. out Gavin's usual colorful language. <laughs> we'll go along with that. So, Eric Osman, if I invented something for paintball, what would be the best way to reach out to companies to market my idea? Behind the bunker. <laughs> um, yeah. Did Eric Osman invent the strike loader? Because I hope... Uh. I invented it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you invented the strike loader, you may not want to advertise oh on uh, Behind the Bunker. No, you know what? If you have a product, the best thing to do is to take it out to your local okay? fields um, and do field tests because if it's something that people want, that's where you're going to sell them right away. Uh, sight unseen, that will then generate um, interest in the store, store owners, um, which will then gen- generate interest into um, you know larger companies that may pick up your product. Um Maybe talk to somebody like Gavin that started this company. Innovator. Exactly. Like he, he built his whole enterprise from the ground up. Like he's a, another good guy to Is that talk a pun? Enterprise? No, no, no. He built it from the ground up, his sand based paintballs. Oh no, actually, but Yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, if it depends on the product, I guess. But if I had if I had a paintball widget, it'd probably go right there. Um, I'd probably take it right to the paintball field, um, and then talk to the local shop owners and and do a trial basis. If if it's something that that's good, then you know, start a bidding war with some of the major manufacturers. But uh, it's got to be pretty innovative if you're going to go that high. I think. Hmm. There are low talkers and heavy typers in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation. You guys want me to be involved. I'm being involved. Not getting chastised because I'm doing things wrong. What, like, Make up your mind what you want. Well, here's a question. Uh, Rick W. writes in, what is the coolest homemade accessory you have seen? Coolest homemade accessory? A silencer. A pizza cutter with a Some laser Some stocks. Sight. I've seen some pretty neat and creative barrel bags. I've seen some stitchery that's been good. People have been sewing, you know, 12 gram um, holders for their vests and for their sleeves and stuff. My favorite one so far is Seb's DM17 with the OLED board on it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, too. And it's hard to tell it's scotch tape. It looked a lot like his gun from Splatmaster Knight with his phone tape to it but it was awesome <laughs> he said it was a dm so i made it a sniper 12 gauge pump gun here's the question do you think that more homemade innovative products uh, were more prevalent back in the day or do you think that it's uh, just as predominant now I, I i think it's i think it was more predominant back in the day when you had less choice of paintball products i think if anyone thought of a paintball product it's nearly out there already yeah Yes, right. Well, Timmy Loudtyper over here should be able to answer that question. <laughs> Timmy Loudtalker. Yes, how can I help you? <laughs> well, Todd just asked a question. It is really hard to bring any product to the market now because of the patent system in this, well, in the States really is so messed up right now. Get it made in China. Whether it's software <laughs> or hardware, it's so hard to be innovative But are you going to see more people designing stuff because they have 3D printers and they're going to be sharing stuff? You think you're going to even get more designs out there? I think people will get there. sued for distributing these print 
these software to to print. Yeah, stuff. that's the other thing I was talking about the other day uh, with a friend. That we were talking about CDs and downloading music. We said, well, you have these CD. You know, you got everybody with these three D printers. What's it? Somebody to stop from printing something and just copying it, right? Because uh, like downloading music is the same thing as copying it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I can imagine someone owns the intellectual design to the property of the stuff that you're going to be printing out. So what? Yeah. You know, well, how far does it go, right? You somewhere, yeah. yeah. Well, but then you also have the new, you know, you have this other technology where you can put said widget into a scanning box, scan it, and then reproduce it. I mean, what's where? Where's that going to stop? Yeah, it's like a 3D photocopier. Yeah, exactly. We kind of went off track there. So, Joe, yeah, what was the question? <laughs> Joe, I was making a comment that do you think that there's that there was more homemade innovative products back in the day? Yes. Because um, I remember seeing people with, now. you know, plain 200 round loaders putting um, computer motors in it to try and agitate the, and spin the paintballs down to the breach. Um, I mean, I've seen, you know, people using film canisters film as can. lids for, for pods. I've seen, you know, goggle like, modifications. Like our original, back back when we first started paintball, no one had invented a squeegee. And before we figured out a shotgun rifle swab to clean out your barrel, we took a dowel and took a piece of foam and whittled a little notch so it wouldn't fall off and held it on with a piece of fishing line. Like that, it's, that's as crude as you get is it stick with a piece of foam on it to clean your barrel. But what there was no a squeegee wasn't invented. And, you know, in the first original squeegees had O-rings on them and they expanded as you pulled them out. The whole evolution of the squeegee from where it is right now to a fold and half gizmo in your pocket or some of the stuff that exalt makes is is really quite revolutionary but it's almost back to the roots of you know what we used to do yeah 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 that's true i mean before a squeegee what would i mean the only thing i've ever used that wasn't a squeegee is a rolled up piece of paper towel i don't know if i would have marketed rolled paper towel i don't know i don't know um all right matt let's move on uh we got a question here from drake should make headphones no, that's uh, Dre. Oh. I said Drake, the oh. other rapper. <laughs> Should CQB require a lower velocity that it, that this as opposed to the standard 280 feet per second? They don't need to. I mean, the safety ratings are, are, are in place. I mean, it may be a little bit nicer if they're playing super close quarter. Um, but isn't that part of the gig where you, you want your adrenaline running because you know it's going to be hit? It's going to hurt if you get hit? I don't know. What do you guys think? CQP does it need to change? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Most of your shots are close up. You know, a paint a paintball. Effectively, the velocity it shoots the best at you know two sixty five, two seventy. It shoots it shoots the best as opposed to you know two two eighty. But yeah. Yep. Eric Engler says that he thinks lower velocity hurts more. That's probably because the, the the ball's less likely to break on impact, and therefore you're just getting hit with a hard ball versus something that, that breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, we're winding down here pretty quick, Matt. Do you have a few more questions to finish off the show? Here's one that might, uh, might gobble up a lot of time. Chris Maverick Lore Jr., what events are you guys looking forward to in 2014? Extravaganza! <laughs> I, I'm looking for extravaganza for sure, but that's not really a paintball game. It's a, it's going to make 
a lot of games different too with some of the products that are going to be released i think it's it's you know it's fantastic that the industry has actually got together and released products for for the our i guess our continent you know in a timely fashion when we can start using them late you know late february beginning of march if the if their stuff's on the water and it's landing by the end of march and april we can start selling it may when the when the snow starts melting and people get outside i think it, it's going to do wonders for the, for the industry and it's good that everyone's come together you, you mean they're actually going to fit supply and demand i, I don't know if that's going to wow. happen <laughs> oh. yeah i'm also yeah. looking forward to living legends i think just because there's such good restaurants in the joliet area yeah <laughs> To me, it's always extravaganza and World Cup. Those two have always done it for me. I, I enjoy it. World Cup is definitely a whirlwind week, and it's uh, it's very exhausting. It's like going to Vegas for a trade show, but it's uh, I don't know I look forward to those uh, games. I always like the Spring Phoenix project at Flagrators because it's always good weather. It's that time where excuse me, all the weather turns from really cold to nice. You have those nice steady days, and you just sort of really appreciate being outside. Um, everything just all of a sudden turns green and, and it's you get uh, more sunshine throughout the whole day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like today, which is the most depressing day in history. No yeah. No I was going to say that my, uh, the game I'm looking forward to is the first outdoor game of the season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the next Splatmaster night. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know what? I hate to say it. I do enjoy those. I really it's, do. Uh, it's ridiculously fun. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I think it's perfect at the indoor. I, I, I like it. Okay, we need to stop the show for a second. C4 Explosives in the chat says, Good restaurants in Joliet with a question mark. Okay, do you want <gasps> a list? There are two fantastic restaurants. One's Al's Steakhouse and the other one, Margaritas? That's a Mexican or, restaurant. I already typed it. Or you could good. refer <laughs> to episode one, two, <laughs> three, through four, 146. <laughs> Um, off the break, uh, you, you may have missed it uh, at the beginning of the program. We t- we did talk about the Overwatch app. Um, I, I think it's I think it's very cool, um, but do I think it's practical? No, not at all. Um, I think the more the more you take away from you know guys looking around and being being cognizant of what's around them, the the, the less they're going to be able to be effective on the paintball field if they're looking at their their screens and stuff. I, 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 I think know. it's very, very neat, but I will say this. I, uh, for work, I am on my phone constantly. I go to the paintball field at the weekend because I can leave my phone in the car. I can turn it off. I can shut it off. I'm not connected to the internets. I'm not connected to the interwebs, and I like that. Yeah. I don't want to be carrying that cell phone around. Too. If you're looking at a screen yeah. while playing paintball, why not just play COD at home? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, C4 Explosive says Tilted Kilt. Is also good in Chicago. I agree. Uh, Cloud PT says five hundred dollar phone on the paintball field is not a good idea. Uh, I understand. No matter what case you put on there, there's still that fifty percent chance that someone shoots you from the back, and it gets right on your screen. Um, what no ding? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Nokia is not making iPhones, so they got bought by Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they've been on the Windows platform for a while, right? Yeah. All right, Matt, what else do you have for... uh... I've got a couple of crumpled up papers with no remaining questions on them. Very good. Douglas Rose asks here, he says, uh, will Behind the Bunker ever start a team of their own, albeit playing for CXBL or PSP? Uh, To be honest with you, we we have a field. 
or we have a, a, a team already sponsored by, by Behind the Bunker. They're called the Behind the Bunkerinos. But we are looking for a couple more teams to help sponsor. So if you guys are looking for sponsorship, there's uh, really not much we can do for you other than help advertise you, uh, which will help you we get can more give you sponsorships. Stickers. And uh, we can help you with some stickers and maybe get you some deals on jerseys and stuff. But uh, send me an email to show up behindthebunker.com and maybe we can help you guys out. I think um, you just opened the floodgates there. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I said limited, limited time. Um, if I ever catch a person texting and playing paintball at the same time, that will be the day I stop playing forever, says uh, Ozzy PB. You know what? I have to say I did see someone on the playing field using their phone once uh, last season, and I, it, it, it didn't surprise me, and I hate to say it, but I think we're going to see more of that. Yeah. yeah, I've seen I've seen guys actually take like iPod shuffles out and put a headphone in one ear and but play, which is I know not the same as as bringing a phone to text. But I have I've seen like referees text and use their phone as a there's game nothing timer that bothers stuff, me but. more than a referee with a phone in his hand on the field. You know I yeah that unless you unless you know you're well, using uh, it to sometimes our, our our referees sometimes often will take group photos and pictures of the players playing paintball then we then we immediately load it up yeah. to facebook that's different though but i'm talking about like a referee who pulls it out of his pocket texts someone and then puts it back in his pocket and leaves it that that's that's just not right um all right, guys. Well, we're watching the chat form right now. Looks like you guys are out of questions. We are out of questions here, and we're running out of steam. We've had a, a, a week where I know Joe and I, I won't say Zuby, but Joe and I have been uh, under the weather and are losing steam really quickly here. So, guys, we're going to end the program now. Uh, next week, we're going to uh, be back with uh, do military tactics work in paintball? Uh, if you would like to put your opinion in, you can send us in a video, or you can send in your an email to show at behindthebunker.com. Um, and uh, maybe it'll make the air as well. Um, sorry, I was distracted <laughs> in Zuby's eyes. Um, so very good. So thank you, Zuby, for being on the program this evening. No, thank you, Todd. Ah, it's been a pleasure. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> I did, did we ask you what you wanted to do this, or what, what you, you were looking forward to this year, or did you just not answer the question no, i gave you my usual avoid the question and said <laughs> spot master night yeah that's what i remember. but i am looking forward to the uh spring phoenix yeah favorite game of the year no. hands down no questions asked no that'll be awesome love it plus i get to dress up in you know 101st airborne uniform so that's always fun hey here's a question barney says i've seen people use cell phones to contact the general at the base i disagree with that i think Wouldn't that's a radio not, be easier i, I would say a radio is a lot better than having a cell phone. Uh, well, yeah, but you know what the issue with uh, radios on the paintball field is? You get people who put the microphone in their throat and then expect you to understand what they're saying. <laughs> I guess texting head. would be a little more efficient. Yeah, efficient at relaying your message as opposed to repeating yourself on the yeah. walkie-talkie several times. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, and Joe, thank you for being here from Plaggarders Paintball. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, once again, I'm behind the bunker, a weekly paintball show, Monday nights at 8. Very good. Now, I understand you found more things in your vault this week. I did. I found a few, lots of things, actually. I had to clean my garage and make room for um, a little military Jeep that I have to get it out of the snow. So I moved a lot of things around, and I, I uncovered um, lots of things that I knew I had, but I hadn't seen for 10, 15 20 years 
and stuff. So you, a lot of them will make an appearance on on the vault. So there'll be more remote vault locations from my garage. Very good, very good, Matt. Thank you for being in the program. Extravaganza. <laughs> Can't get my voice that high. That's and, awesome. And Seb, thank you for being on the show. We miss you. <laughs> Very good. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. General thanks, guys, French for watching. We have lots. Plural word on it. <laughs> we have lots more paintball excitement coming up for episode number 147 next week. Thank you guys for joining us. Sorry we're cutting it close or cu cu cutting it uh you can see why we're cutting it. We're just not feeling very well tonight, guys. Um, and sorry about a chat roll is down. So sorry for all of you that logged in tonight and got kicked out. Uh, the server crashed, and uh, not much we can do when you guys are uh, all trying to log in. That's great. Thank you for being on the show. We will see you guys back next week. Auf Wiedersehen.